Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the show. This is the My Sister's Keto Podcast. I'm your host, Sharita. And man, it seems like it's been a long time since I've been on the mic. I'll tell you. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. Wow, we have a lot to kind of go over today. So let's go ahead and get started. As I said, this is the My Sister's Keto Podcast, and I'm your host, Sharita, and you know, it is a Monday, and I know that I usually don't record on the weekends, but man, it feels like it has been a long time since I picked up the mic. I'm like trying to think back, did I record an episode on Thursday at least, or Friday, or when was the last time I recorded an episode? It feels like forever. I hope you guys have been doing awesome and enjoying your keto journey. Oh my goodness. It it really feels like like my mouth feels funny to be, even be doing this right now. <laughs> to even say that sounds funny, but it does. It feels funny. Anyway, so a lot has been going on in case you don't know. We are starting, My Sister's Keto is starting its very first uh, 14-day keto challenge. Um, I literally just posted a promo about it today on Instagram. So if you are following us on Instagram, and that's at My Sister's Keto Diet, you will see that we do have a cute little flyer posted. It is a free, 100% free challenge, um, 14 days. And so when you sign up for the challenge, clicking the link in the bio, you will receive receive a welcome email that just gives you a little bit of information, a sample grocery list, and kind of just goes over what keto is um, for those of you all that are just getting started. And then as we go along the journey, you will receive messages that have detailed information. Um, We're talking um, meal lists and things like that. So I'm actually literally working on the emails that will be going out to you every few days on the challenge. So a little bit of work for me. It's a bit of a stretch, you know, using some of the newer technology and and things like that to automate the process. But there's still a measure of work that has to take place as far as actually drafting the messages and making sure that the information gets out to people. Um, I just felt like it was time to, to kind of do something a little bit more public and not just the podcast where only a few certain people may hear it or whatever, but really start spreading my wings and getting out there. So I'm super excited about it. So if you are new to keto or if you just want to do a quick 14 day challenge to see how much weight you can kind of knock off there, I'm going to be in in it to win it. (laughs) There is no prize, but definitely in it to win it. And it starts April the 1st. So like I said, go to the Instagram page that's at my sister's keto diet, which if you're listening to me, you're probably already on there. But if you haven't been on in a while, go check it out. Click the link at the bio. It'll take you right to the sign up page. And there's a quick little video that kind of explains what my whole thought process was around that. So um, between that and the book, my attention has been split. <laughs> I'm like doing, you know, keto stuff at work now. I've, you know, I've got a few of my, my coworkers on the bandwagon because they see my pro they've seen my progress and. I even have to take a new um, badge picture because my picture is so drastically different. My face was 
I had the the carb face and now I got the keto face. So <laughs> there's that. All right. So I have been getting you guys' questions and your emails and everything. And I've been really, really good this weekend about answering everybody back. So I'm super happy and super proud about that. Um, I did want to talk about um, the ladies. Again, this one's for the ladies. Um, I heard a really interesting question. I actually listened to Dr. Berg's videos. If you don't know who Dr. Berg is, he's like the the big guy when it comes to keto, Dr. Eric Berg. Um, he's actually one of my favorite um, folks. Um, when I first started doing keto, I definitely listened to a lot of his information and wrote down a lot of notes and watched all of his videos. And he has a whole practice about keto. And so he and his wife do a podcast and a video. They have like a live video that they do on um, YouTube. And if you hear me flipping, it's because I'm actually flipping through some notes because I actually was listening to it while I was at work. And I was like, oh, let me jot that down. So if you hear me flipping through my notebook here, I'm trying to find my show notes for tonight, which normally I'm already there. So you don't have to hear me flipping the pages. But the at the last second, I was like, oh, let me look at. And now here I am flipping through pages. So. Dr. Berg brought up a really good point um, about hot flashes. Now, I know most of us are not quite in the uh, menopausal change of life stage of life. However, I know that there are a few of us that are. And if we're not, we we may soon will be (laughs) or eventually we will be. And so I found it really interesting. Dr. Berg and his wife, and I really wish I could remember her name right now, but um they had this really cool conversation about menopausal women and hot flashes. And Dr. Berg asks, you know, are hot flashes considered normal? And the answer to that is, yes, they're considered normal. However, they are not actually normal. And I was kind of like, what? But, you know, basically, due to um, hormonal imbalances in the body, women tend to suffer from these hot flashes. Now, if you think about it, a lot of us have um, hormonal imbalances in our bodies anyway, some of which we've learned to kind of live with. Um, I know there's women out there with PCOS and that's the polycystic ovarian syndrome. And I always kind of like stumble over that. But the PCOS, um, a lot of us that have fibroids, a lot of us that just have really crappy periods, you know, um, you know, we're dealing with certain hormonal imbalances. There's women out there that are actually dealing with infertility right now and they're perfectly healthy. And it's like keto for lack of a better word, cures all of that, that lowering of the insulin, the raising of the fat burning hormones. I mean, it definitely improves the pancreatic, um, function and ketones are good for the pituitary glands and the hypothalamus and all of those as Dr. Berg pointed out um, play a role in our hormonal balance so I'm like man if there's keto you just about cure just about everything (laughs) 
<laughs> and, you know, obviously, you know, that's not necessarily true. But when it comes to these chronic illnesses, um, hormonal imbalances and things like that, I really don't see how you can get better than keto. Um, now, of course, um, and I'm going to address this probably, well, I'm mostly not even going to wait for the next segment. I'm just going to just wax poetic right where we are. Um, I did get a question about the um, asking my opinion of the Slim Fast Keto um, cups. I get a lot of emails from you guys asking me about is this keto or is that keto or what my opinion is on certain foods. And I'm going to tell you the honest to God's truth, guys. Even if the label on the outside of the box is labeled keto, I am, I'm probably not, if it were my money, I wouldn't buy it. (laughs) I mean, I'm not trying to be, and I hate when that, I want to have to say stuff like that because I feel like I'm being kind of a keto snob, you know, like, oh, I wouldn't buy that because I don't really feel like that. I feel like if that, if it, if that is what you're comfortable with, then that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like. Um, the particular product that she pointed out, I want to say it was the peanut butter cups and there wasn't anything in the ingredients list that I saw and it might've been something else. I might be just thinking peanut butter cups and it might've been something else, but I did not see where, you know, uh, I didn't see where, um, in the ingredients list, it would have been a big, huge issue. It's just that I... I don't really, I want to kind of stick with the whole foods. And I really wish that, you know, that was more of a thing for a lot of folks. I know for most of us it is, but there are some folks out there that are like, nope, I want my box stuff because it's fast and it's easy. And I don't know how to cook or I don't want to cook or I don't have time to cook. And I'm like, yo, listen, (laughs) I get it, right? I barely, barely have time to cook, but I make that time to cook. And if that means that I don't get to watch my beloved General Hospital, which if you know me, y'all know I love General Hospital and I haven't watched in weeks. Like I literally, I read the updates and that's gotta be good enough, you know? (laughs) Cause I just don't have the time. And it's like, I'd rather spend the time that I would be watching television cooking my meals or working on my book or working on the emails for the challenge or what have you, you know what I'm saying? Or what have I? So if you can eat the whole foods, I would go with the whole foods over anything that comes out of a box, a jar, a can. Um, Obviously, I understand about you know, time. And I also understand about convenience and, and all of that. See, I get that. And so again, I'm not trying to be a keto snob. I just know what I like. Um, I'm not going to steer you wrong. If I see something in the ingredients list, I'm going to tell you, but if I don't, I don't, then Hey, you G to G. So I hope that helped, even though, again, that was really obtuse and really vague, but (laughs) But the truth of the matter is, I think we see better results when we eat the whole foods. And that's the bottom line. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to take a quick break. Have me a sip of the bone broth and then we will get back to it. Okay, guys. So hang tight. All right. So we are back and I owe you guys an apology. (laughs) So uh, the other day, um, 
the last time that I posted to this podcast, I um, was going through some of my older podcasts and I saw an episode that was labeled for like 20 minutes or whatever. And and every now and then I I like to listen to the podcast to kind of hear what it sounds like and, and make sure that I'm, you know, I don't sound like whatever. I mean, I don't know what, but, but the show, the mic that I was using, which I'm not using it today. I'm actually recording this on my phone. So the quality may or may not be what it is, but the mic cut off and I didn't know it. And I recorded pretty much a whole segment of the show with the mic off. And so I'm talking and then all of a sudden the show went to right into one of the uh, promo ads. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize. <laughs> so I was in the actually in the middle of answering someone's question about what to do about a sweet tooth when that happened. And so I feel really bad. So to you, young lady, I apologize. Luckily, I'd already answered your question via email. But I am so sorry that my mic cut off and I didn't even know it and I just posted and just moved on ahead and didn't even bother to listen so that just goes to show you right there that sometimes you know there has to be a QA process (laughs) no matter what you do you have to do some type of a quality assurance process to make sure that what you're putting out there is in fact what you mean to put out there so that happened super embarrassing really sorry Um, folks, what I was really trying to convey is, um, talking about some of the alternatives to eating, um, some of the sweets out there. Cause the, the young lady that wrote was, you know, having a snack attack and she wanted to know what, (laughs) what a good way to, uh, kind of curb that, or at least, you know, get a sweet treat. That's not going to totally knock you out of ketosis. And I was saying how, um, Lily's chocolate for me or chalk zero, um, those are two of my favorites um and I was also I don't I wish that I I wish that that hadn't happened because whatever it was was super funny because of the way that I titled it um I try to try to keep the show funky and like title the segments kind of based off of what I talked about and the title of the segment was sweet treats and booty models and I can't for the life of me remember how in the world booty models went anywhere with that but I'm sure it was hilarious and I was in here laughing and having a good old time while I was recording with uh, no sound. So I've got to get my whole mic situation together, but (laughs) so that was a fail. But in the meantime, I did get a really great question that I did not have an answer for. And I still kind of do not have an answer for when it was asked of me. So I have a coaching client and she actually asked me about using fruits um, to flavor her water. Now she wanted to know if using the fruits to flavor the water would would add calories to her macros or because she's but since she's not actually eating the fruit would she need to count the calories so my knee-jerk reaction was to say I personally would count those because um, you're using the fruit as a as a um a flavor a flavor add to your water which means you are getting some of the sugars out of the fruit 
and some of the flavorings. But on the other hand, it's like, we're talking trace here. We're talking trace calories here. And so I'm going to err on the side of hopefully not bad advice. And I will be doing further research on this. But I'm going to say this. I am going to change my mind, my original thought process, and say that you may not want to count those calories. However, if you start to experience a slowdown in your weight loss or a stall, that would probably be one of the first things I would cut. So, <laughs> but that one actually kind of, it kind of threw me for a second. And it's like, well, I don't know. Would we count? What well, would we count that if you don't actually consume the fruit? You know? And so we're going to go with no for right now. But if, if you're drinking the water with the, the uh, infused fruits, and I'm not talking about like lemons or anything like that. I'm actually talking more. Uh, she said that she used strawberries to, uh, to sweeten or to uh, flavor the water not sweeten the water but flavor the water so I'm gonna err on the side of saying no however that'll probably be the first thing we cut if we start to see that the weight loss has stalled um if you disagree with me (laughs) or if you do agree with me or, or, or how, whatever your position is on this, I do definitely invite you to send me an email and you can email us at, uh, my sister's keto at outlook.com. You can also send us a DM on Instagram and that's at my sister's keto diet. You can always join our Facebook group, which is growing a couple members every day. A few of y'all just come on into the, come on into the tribe. Just come on into the fold (laughs) y'all. And that's going to be my sister's keto on Facebook. So I'm going to take another quick break and then we will get ready to, I think we have one more question before we close out for the day. So stay tuned. All right, for this last segment of the day, I'm going to get a little scientific and a little technical. Um, one of the questions that was asked of me this this past weekend was um, to kind of go back over um, turmeric. Um, a couple of days ago, a couple of days ago, I think it was last week or maybe the week before last, I posted a quick segment on some of the herbal supplements that I, I personally find very helpful on keto. And I talked about ashwagandha and maca and rhodiola and stuff like that. And I also very briefly touched on turmeric. Um, turmeric is amazing, you guys. First of all, um, of course, it's that really orange um, looking spice. You find it a lot in Indian food. Um, it's kind of a bitter flavor. It has a bitter flavor to it. So a lot of people may not use it as much in uh, American based foods, but they definitely use it in a lot of Indian dishes along with the curry and uh, the cumin and stuff like that. But it has definitely been used in Indian traditional medicine for thousands of years to treat like all kinds of health conditions. Um, The really, really cool thing about turmeric is if you combine it with black pepper, it actually enhances the effects of turmeric, right? So what's so special about it, you might ask? Well, I shall tell you. 
First of all, turmeric is a really powerful anti-inflammatory. Um, they say that it's actually on par with um, anti-inflammatory medications such as ibuprofen um, without some of the um, negative side effects of those drugs. Um, and you know, some of the negative side effects of ibuprofen, especially if you get into those higher doses, like the 1800 or 1800, excuse me, 800 milligram doses, um, the ibuprofen tends to definitely eat up your stomach. That's why they tell you when you get an ibuprofen prescription to make sure that you take it with food or milk, never on an empty stomach. Um, cumin, you know, it's a spice, you know what I'm saying? You can make yourself, um, or cumin, I'm sorry, turmeric is a spice. You can, uh, make yourself a, tum a shake with it. You can put it in your food. I personally like to, um, like to use the turmeric capsules again, only because it's kind of a, it has like a bitter flavor to it for me personally. So I don't necessarily like to eat it in my food. But I definitely take the capsules and I make sure that the capsules have black pepper because black pepper allows it to be absorbed. Um, so like I said, it's definitely got those um, anti-inflammatory properties. Um, it's been shown also that um, it can help prevent cancer. Now, they say that a test tube study suggests that it can decrease cancer growth development and spread at the molecular level. It could also contribute to the to the death of cancerous cells. Now, obviously, they're going to give you um, that little star that says, you know, this isn't necessarily, um, you know, I wouldn't bet the farm on it. But definitely, if you're eating an anti-inflammatory diet, if you're not eating the sugars and stuff like that, because we all know that cancer loves sugar, cancer loves carbs. So if you're eating a ketogenic diet and you're avoiding the um, added sugars and stuff like that, turmeric may also help you in preventing some of that those chronic diseases such as cancer. Um, let's see. It also, one of the other really cool things about it, it, help, it aids in digestion. Uh, modern studies support the use to help um, reduce gut spasms and flatulence. It's been um, shown to enhance the activity of digestive enzymes in the gut, which help the body process food more quickly and easily. And that kind of goes ab about what I was saying um, the last time uh, we talked about this was that um, one of the cool things is is that turmeric helps signal to your um, insulin to go ahead that the, the blood sugar has lowered 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 ah, I'm talking and I can't talk <laughs> it helps to go ahead and lower the levels of insulin in the body and to signal to the body that you are in fact completed eating um, so it helps speed that process along so that you're not producing that insulin and therefore, you know, going back into um, the fat burning because you're either eating or you're fat burning. So, you know, taking that turmeric kind of helps signal to the body that up oh, it's time to burn some fat. Hey, <laughs> so. Of course, you know, with anything, there are some side effects for some people. Um, it says certain people may experience side effects such as nausea, headache, and skin rashes after taking turmeric in large doses. So I would definitely uh, pay attention to the dosage on the package. Like if you're taking a capsule, um, I did do some research and it did say that. Let's see that the um, acceptable dietary intake for um, 
the curcumin or turmeric it is about 1.4 milligrams per pound of body weight per day so approximately 245 milligrams for 175 pound person or 80 kilogram person so that's 1.4 milligram per pound so you can go ahead and do the math for however much you weigh um it says in Indian culture, turmeric and black pepper are commonly consumed as tea and often combine, combined with olive oil, coconut oil. So all the stuff that we like, you can go ahead and put some turmeric in that and you're going to be set. So I would definitely um, add a bit to your food, your drinks, you know, turmeric supplements, stuff like that. So definitely a good one to keep in your toolbox if that is something that you are interested in. And on that note, guys, we're going to go ahead and get ready to close out the show. I hope that you all enjoyed it and I hope that you found at least some of this somewhat um, informative, you know, in case you don't know how some of these certain um, spices and um, ingredients and supplements can actually help you in your keto journey and not be harmful to your body. So that's what I try to do, try to give you a little something good. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and close out this show. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. I super appreciate all the love you guys give me. Again, I am getting email every time you hear like a little, I don't know if you guys been hearing the little chime in the background that somebody signing up for the 14 day keto um, challenge. And so I'm super excited about that. And I hope that you guys sign up. We can all do the challenge together. I'll be posting my challenge uh, meals and things like that on the Instagram during that, that 14 day period. So super excited about that. So let's go ahead and close out the show. Hang tight. All right. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. This has been the My Sister Keto podcast, and I've been your host, Sharita. And I don't think I tell you guys enough how much I really appreciate all the love, all the emails, all the questions. You guys give me something to talk about every night because, well, I don't know if I could just do it on my own. So (laughs) it's like super fantastic that you guys reach out. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to my superstar, Elena. Hey, Gracie. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) So listen, if you are interested in having a question read on the show or if you disagree with something that I said if you agree with something that I said if you just have a generalized comment there are several ways to go about this you can either email us at my sisters keto at outlook.com you can go to Instagram and send me a quick DM and that's going to be at my sisters keto diet you can join the Facebook group and send me an instant message and that's going to be my sisters keto on Facebook or you can go directly to the face of uh, the Facebook page. You can go directly to the web page and that's going to be at www.mysistersketo.com. That's www.mysistersketo.com. One more time, www.mysistersketo.com. There is a tab that says leave me a, leave us a message. You can go ahead and click on that. Leave us a message. It goes right to my email. I can answer you right away. And I usually do get back with you on that same business day. Um, Sometimes it might be kind of late, but rest assured, I will get back to you. Anyway, it's been my 
absolute pleasure. My heart gets so full. I love doing this. I hope you guys have a fantastic night and we will talk tomorrow. I love you guys. Have a good one. Bye.